Welcome to Gem Secrets, San Diego's only jewelry radio talk show. Join us for the next hour as we discuss the jewelry industry and the latest in styles and fashion. Here's your host for Gem Secrets, graduate gemologist Michael Rogers. Hello again to another edition of Gem Secrets. I'm your host, Michael Rogers. This is a jewelry show that brings the jewelry industry and the consumer together on the same format. Um, expert guests will come on the show every week to discuss uh, different aspects of the jewelry industry so uh, the consumer can listen in and actually get a couple of pointers and learn about the industry itself. Today on the show, we have from The Collector, uh, which is a uh, retail uh, gemstone uh, store, which is in Fallbrook. We have a master cutter, a master faceter from The Collector, Meg Barry. Mary, Meg, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi. Hello, Meg. How are you? I'm fine. Good. Now, I went to The Collector about a couple of weeks ago, and that's when I met you there. Um, and when I looked at your uh, area, it was just amazing, uh, the setup that you had for cutting stones. Tell us a little bit about uh, what a master faceter does. Well, I basically cut, recut, and polish gemstones all day long. Um, I cut rough from our tourmaline mine, or I used to anyway. Uh, we owned a tourmaline mine in the um, Mesa Grande area of San Diego County, and I spent many years cutting tourmaline from rough. And I also recut stones for clients all over the world and cut their rough, too, that people send in. Wow. Are there any stones that uh, anyone might be familiar with that you cut yourself? Um, well, the Atosha Emeralds from uh, Treasure Hunter Mel Fisher, who found the sunken Atosha wreck south of Florida, he recovered uh, several thousand emerald crystals that had been on the bottom of the Atlantic for over 300 years, and wow. I, I've cut over 100 of his emeralds. That's amazing. Now, how did you get into, how, how did you become a master faceter? Um, well, I actually I went to a trade school in Pasadena at a rock shop called Grieger's, mm -hmm. which is now unfortunately defunct. Um, it was one of the last trade schools in the country for gem cutting, and I, I attended there for three years in the 70s. Really? So, so now if you wanted to be a cutter, is pretty much a hands-on uh, experience from, uh, from people that can teach you on the way? There's no other schools you can go to? Uh, that's, that's correct. There may be schools, but I'm not aware of them. Um, but mostly you have to find someone that's willing to teach you how to do it and, and like you said, hands-on, spend a lot of time working on it, ask a lot of questions. Mm. Now, in terms of um, the consumer, how can cutting a gemstone uh, help them in any way? Well, um, a consumer that owns jewelry will probably eventually need a stone cutter. Um, gemstones wear, colored stones wear. If you wear your jewelry, it will need maintenance eventually. The stone may be chipped or the facets abraded. Or if you actually have an accident and damage your stone, you'll either need a replacement stone or you may want to repair the old stone and, so that you can reuse it. And in any of those cases, you you would need my services. Now, I've noticed that when I did a, um, when I've been doing appraisals, uh, I, I run into some people who actually have damaged emeralds or uh, uh, topazes or other type of gemstones. Uh, is there one gemstone that's harder to cut than another? Uh, is there, for example, if, the, if an emerald gets cut, can you pretty much write it off and say, well, once it once it gets damaged or chipped, there's no salvaging it? Oh no, not not at all. Emeralds are actually um, among the easier stones to cut. Um, everyone thinks they're so fragile, which they they are certainly a little bit fragile, but um, 
any emerald that's of a decent size can be repaired. Even if you chip a big chunk out of the top or crack the side, you can usually salvage something. And with the value emeralds have, it's usually worth it. Mm -hmm. The stones that are more difficult to recut would be your more rare stones. Kunzite is a hard one to cut. Mm -hmm. um, and, and most of the ones that are very difficult to cut um, aren't worn in jewelry anyway because they have a, a durability problem. Oh, I see. So the softer stones usually have the problem, like emeralds or, um, let's see, another soft stone would be probably tanzanite also? Uh, tanzanite is, it's not a difficult stone to cut, but it is fairly soft um, in that it, it will wear in your jewelry. You know, I've seen tanzanites that were in rings that had been worn for 10 years, mm -hmm. and it basically looked like a marble. There were, there were no facets left at all, but that can always be repaired. Unless it's outright, you know, fractured down the middle or something. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, I think I talked on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago. I told the uh, listeners about uh, the Moe scale. And mm -hmm. uh, just briefly, the Moe scale is a scale that was devised to uh, enlighten people of the softness of a stone. So, for example, a diamond would be 10, uh, rubies and sapphires would be 9, and so forth. So I think it would be very interesting for people to learn about the Moe scale that would definitely help them in terms of picking the right stone for them. Yeah, definitely. That's a big, big deal. Um, your, your nine and ten stones, your ruby, sapphires, and diamonds, of course, are going to have the best durability. Um, your emerald is an eight, which is fairly hard, um, as well as your topaz. So those, those have good durability, but not great durability as mm -hmm. far as wearing them every day. Uh, once again, your topaz has a perfect cleavage, and if you hit that stone just right, even a soft tap could split it right in half. Oh. Folks, if you want to call uh, Meg at, at the station, you can call from North County, 760-720-KCEO. That's 720-5236. And anywhere else in the Southern California area, you can call 1-800-292-KCEO. And I think that uh, your job is, is particularly special in the industry because without the, uh, the master facer or cutter, a lot of the gemstones wouldn't get to the uh, position they're on now. Oh, uh, this is true. They, they would still look like rocks <laughs> <laughs> if it weren't for the stone cutters. Now, what's the process of uh, cutting a gemstone in terms of from the rough to the final product? Um, of course, the most important step is to analyze what you're looking at and decide where the gem is and how it needs to look. So after you've looked at it, then um, you start a grinding process. You use a diamond impregnated grinding wheel, mm -hmm. and uh, or maybe a saw, saw it in a place or two. This this cleavage that uh, people think happens when you're cutting stones, where you tap it with a chisel, yes. <laughs> is very very rare. It, it rarely happens at all anymore. But I might saw a piece of rough to locate the best gemmy part of it, mm -hmm. and, then, and then from then on, it's a grinding process. Now, typically, when you try and recut a stone, uh, what what are some of the popular uh, damages that are done to a stone when you receive them to be recut? Um, mostly, what happens during normal wear. Um, sometimes, or well, quite often, it'll be just general wear that your facets are all rounded off, and there's just minor chipping all around the top. That uh, eventually, the the appearance of the stone is is no longer nice. Mm -hmm. And in that case, you would recut and polish the crown of the stone. You don't actually just plain polish it like you would gold because you have to reestablish all your facets and put mm -hmm. them back on. Um, but then the, the second most popular is uh, big chips where someone, you know, rolls down the car window and, and their hand with the ring on happens to smack the glass and a big piece comes out. 
um, and in that case, you know, the stone may need to be replaced, in which case I usually will have to recut a new stone to fit the mounting because they, they, we, they just don't sit around in calibrated shapes necessarily. Mm-hmm. Now, when a stone is in an actual setting, are there certain settings that can protect a gemstone uh, better than others? Oh, yes, of course. If you, if you have a high-mounted, say, a Tiffany ring with a stone standing straight up with no protection around it, it's going to be much more vulnerable to damage than mm-hmm. any bezel-set stone. Um, or if it's fairly soft, like, say, a tanzanite, the jeweler may build up some gold or diamonds around the stone to protect it from incidental chipping and damage. Mm-hmm. Now, um, we explain quickly what the, the different styles. The Tiffany set is typically a mounting that would be in an engagement ring type of setting, and a bezel set is when the uh, the outside of the stone is pretty much covered. It's, it's uh, indented into the, uh, the jewelry, and it's covered probably about girdle high. Yes, exactly. Okay. Now, with uh, with the new stones that are coming out, what are some new stones that are coming out that people are not really familiar about but would make good uh, jewelry uh, for people to wear every day? Well, your tourmaline is a very nice stone. It has a, a nice appearance, comes in a whole variety of colors, and lately there's been some real nice red tourmaline coming out of Nigeria that is just gorgeous. It has a hardness of seven, so it's it's durable enough to wear in a ring on a regular basis. But the color almost approximates a ruby, uh, but it's much, much more affordable than a ruby. Now, what's, what's basically the, the best gemstone uh, for people to wear in terms of, uh, uh, in terms of awareness that won't chip or, or break easily? Well, your diamond, of course, is going to be your toughest stone. Um, I don't do any work with diamonds at all, so mm-hmm. I would endorse the sapphire, Okay. Uh, which also comes in a very nice variety of uh, colors. But there's some real nice pastel sapphires that are not as expensive as what someone would expect to pay for a Burma or a cashmere. Okay. Well, we have a caller, uh, Sandy from Encinitas. Sandy, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello there. How can we help you today? Well, I was wondering, uh, looking at tourmaline, there's lots of different kinds of colors and sizes and all sorts of things. I was wondering if among different tourmalines, like the black ones, the red ones, the green ones, whatever, if there were differences in hardness or cleavage or considerations for different types or if tourmaline is just tourmaline and you do it all the same kind of um basically your tourmaline as far as hardness and durability is just tourmaline um it all wears about the same the various um composite minerals that change the color really don't affect the durability some of the blue tourmalines in dicolite are more heat sensitive as far as cracking during the uh, cutting procedure and your bicolor tourmalines also have a, a durability factor because the uh crystalline matrix changes when the color changes in the crystal. But other than that, no, the durability would be the same on all your different colors. So when you go to cut a tourmaline, do you cut for color or cleavage, or are there different considerations kind of mixed? with Color is your very first consideration when you're cutting tourmaline. Um, There's no cleavage that causes any kind of problem in tourmaline, but in certain types, especially the Brazilian, the color can vary tremendously from the direction you cut. So you would always select the shape and the, the orientation of the cut for the color. Hmm. Now, quickly, let me ask a quick question. With the tourmaline, uh, in terms of color, if you cut a recut a tourmaline, will it affect the color that much? Work an improvement, or will it damage it? Um, in most cases, I could improve the color with a recut simply because much of the tourmaline that's on the market is what we call native cut. 
and uh, the more modern cuts on a calibrated machine that I do can eliminate what we would call a window in the bottom of the stone, which mm-hmm. generally lightens the color, so you have a red or a pink tourmaline and it looks a little bit washed out. If you close the window on the back, the color would improve. Or on some of your darker, say your Brazilian tourmalines and your indicolite, it may be cut um, so that the dark color from the C-axis is brought into the stone, and I could lighten that up and make it a more appealing color. Oh. Now, Sandy, do you have a lot of tourmaline? Is that your uh, stone of preference? I've just uh, my ex-husband was a, a collector of uh, different stones, and he did some kind of mining things, and so he was fascinated by tourmaline because the colors are so beautiful, and some of the matrices that he mm-hmm. used to see different places were just so incredibly beautiful. I just know it's a beautiful stone, but I've seen different, uh, you know, shapes and things, so I didn't know if it made any difference as far as cutting, um, you know, the different colors and matrices. Wow. Did you get to travel with him much when you went to uh, different places? To Not get usually. I went to some exhibits with him, and that was really interesting because, um, uh, like at the Gemological Institute, and uh, they used to have, uh, in fact, they probably do have, Meg would probably know, exhibits at the fair where they have uh, natural stone that is just so beautiful the way it is natural that you wouldn't want to cut it. But then, of course, that has to stay on the shelf. So if you want to wear it, then you have to, you know, have it cut and... Mm-hmm. and, and All right, well, Sandy, hold on for one second, or we'll be back from the break. Uh, This is Michael Rogers with Gem Secrets, uh, KCEO. We'll be right back. This is Augie. I need a health-related problem, Augie. Uh, you can throw your back out breakdancing again. No, I'm talking about any problems with our company health plan. Uh, I can't think of any health plan problems, Miss Reeves. You're not helping me here, Augie. You mean you want there to be a problem? Yes. The topic at my Wicked Manufacturer's Roundtable this month is spiraling health care costs. Uh-huh. And we're supposed to think up problems that small businesses can expect with the projected 20% rise in premiums. Okay, so? So I've got squat. Oh, yeah, because of Administaff. Administaff. Could they be a problem? No, Administaff is the solution. See, with Administaff providing the employee benefits, we avoid getting hit with the rate increases that other small businesses are afraid of. Yes, so? So our 25 employees have access to the kind of affordable benefits that employees at huge corporations get. I see. So instead of mentioning problems, I should just mention Administaff and gloat? Well, no, I... No, no, no. Gloating's good. I like that. Now more than ever, Administaff can help small businesses avoid spiraling health care costs. Call 1-800-465-3800. Administaff. We take care of your people so you can take care of your business. Good morning. I'm Monica Zek with your traffic and weather update. Traffic is brought to you by OneTravel.com. Going away this summer on a budget, you can save by booking your next trip at OneTravel.com. For low price and great advice, hurry to OneTravel.com. While traveling on Point Setia near the 5 connector, getting reports of a multi-vehicle crash, so watch for this activity and traffic control. Again, that's Point Setia at Interstate 5. Southbound 5, it's been slow coming down the coast, from La Costa down through Via de la Valle. Southbound 15, it's been slow, pushing Highway 78 to Via Rancho Parkway area, then Poway Road through Carroll Canyon. North 805, slowing up around Balboa to Sorrento Valley. And westbound commutes, West 8 slow from Spring in the Mission Valley, but be careful around Fairmont. Clearing up a crash on the exit to Fairmont, now a vehicle, vehicle fire reported on the right shoulder near Fairmont Avenue. And West 94, slowing here is in College Avenue, College Grove Way, then Federal, off and on into the downtown area, but speeds are picking up quickly. Let's look at traffic on AM1000 KCEO. Now look at your forecast, brought to you by Warner Brothers. Red Planet on pay-per-view. Red Planet starring Val Kilmer is available all month on pay-per-view. Check your TV screen on-screen guide for listings. So why wait for the video store? Stay home and order pay-per-view tonight. 
Looks like in our forecast, we've got this morning cloud and fog activity, but it looks like that fog is starting to burn off quickly. It'll be mostly sunny and very warm today, but even warmer tomorrow. Our coastal and inland highs in the upper 60s near 70s the beaches, low 90s inland. Right now we're at 59 degrees for downtown San Diego. Looks like we're up to about 56 degrees in Oceanside. That's a look at traffic and weather on AM 1000 KCEO. Tired of paying taxes when you do and don't have to? That's a crime on you. Learn how to invest with some of the top money managers like Oppenheimer, AIM, PIMCO, Franklin Templeton, and reduce your taxes. Learn how to move money without creating unnecessary taxes. If you're an investor, then attend our free financial workshop May 15th at 7 p.m. Learn what the rage is in tax reduction. See how guarantees apply to the equities market. Is your knowledge what it should be? Understand and learn how to reduce risk and get some real clout going forward in this market. If you're an investor, call now and reserve your seat. 858-481-7470. Investors, you need to know these advantages. That's May 15th, 7 p.m. Call now for reservations. 858-481-7470. 858-481-7470. Questar Capital, member NAST SIPC. Welcome once again to Gem Secrets. Here's your host, graduate gemologist, Michael Rogers. Welcome back. We're talking with Meg Barry from The Collector. Uh, Meg is a master faceter. Uh, for people who want to call into the station uh, to talk to Meg for this segment, call from the North County, 760-720-KCEO. That's 720-5236. And also, if anywhere else in the Southern California area, you can call 1-800-292-KCEO. Now, Sandy, I want to ask you uh, another question. Uh, were there any other gemstones that your husband liked to get into? Uh, well, he was really fascinated by tourmaline, you know, primarily, but um, he he just thought stones were beautiful either, either in their natural state or cut. You know, when he'd see them in the gem stores, he'd had a great appreciation for the cutting. I was wondering something else, too. I've seen some beautiful stones cut um, on exhibit at the Gemological Institute in Carlsbad, Mm -hmm. and I was just wondering if Meg had cut any of those stones. Oh, good question, Meg. Actually, I have cut quite a few of the ones that are at GIA. Um, I actually cut the slabs and the stones that are posted over every door on the entries of GIA. There's about 60 stones that are kind of displayed under the the sign telling you what the door is, and I cut all those. And I also cut several in their rotunda uh, display because my boss, Bill Larson, who owns the collector, um, donated or loaned many, many pieces for the displays at GIA. And I don't get credit on them, but uh, <laughs> I cut quite a few of those. Because also, I was talking to Bill, uh, I believe Bill, before, and he told me that you also did different museums around the world. Is that right? Uh, yes, I've cut stones for many museums. And I've also strung beads for the American Museum at, at Harvard. Mm-hmm. I strung a strand of Marco Polo lapis for them. Wow. That they had loaned it to Bill for a show at GIA in the spring broke. Now, someone else told me that you also did um, uh, the uh, different setups like you do for GIA with, uh, I think, the Smithsonian. Was that one? Yeah, what? I cut some stones for uh, some of their, they have a, a mine display, I believe, and uh, quite a big collection of tourmaline and, and quite a lot of my stones are in there. 
Wow. Well, Sandy, thank you very much for your call. Hey, Did I you have one more question? Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, uh, how does Meg figure out, like, does she charge by the, like, when she goes to cut, does she charge by the weight of the stone or how many facets she's going to have to do or, like, hardness, how long it'll take her or okay. what? Um, well, that's a good question. I work on a minimum charge basis. It's, most cutters call it a dopping fee, which you, you have a basic baseline charge for dopping, and then if the stone's large or the cut is more complex, then you um, add on factors for that. Or it's a very difficult stone, but your average stone is just your basic charge uh, that, I, that I charge. It's by weight or by cuts? or um, It's by the stone, by the piece, but if oh, stone okay. is very big, then, of course, you would add on, say, $10 a carat for anything over 10 carats, uh, something like that, as a, just the amount of time it takes. So you give a custom charge type thing. Exactly, okay. yeah. And, and okay. all the cutting I do is very custom. I don't say, well, this is only going to be $80 because I'm going to do a really dumb cut on it. Oh. But if you want to pay <laughs> double, I'll do a good cut. No, I, always <laughs> <laughs> I always do my best work. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Zane, for calling the show. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Now, also, give a little information about uh, the collector, uh, where they can find you, Meg, so they can uh, enjoy Yes, the, the collector actually has two stores. One is in Fallbrook on Live Oak Park Road, and the other store is in Carlsbad in the Aviara Four Seasons Hotel. Okay. And it's, it's a lobby jewelry store, but it's a very deluxe uh, store, and, and all of our services are available through either store. Okay. Is there is there, is there a website that they can go to to find out more about the collector? Um. Yes, I, I believe you have more information than I do on that. Um, Paula International is the wholesale umbrella organization, mm-hmm. and their gem- their website is paulagems.com. It's okay. P-A-L-A-G-E-M-S, and from there you can find the Collector website. Okay. And yeah. I believe Collector Fine Jewelry has their own website. Okay. Well, uh, you can go to my website, gemsecrets.com. Uh, go to the, uh, the guest uh, portion under the radio show. And we'll have uh, information about uh, Palais International and the collector also. And you can uh, contact Meg uh, through there and also take a look at their inventory because I believe you have some inventory on the the website also uh, for the collector in terms of what uh, type of stones uh, that you sell and actually you've cut yourself? Yes. Yeah, we're actually slaving feverishly away to um, document every stone in our inventory, which is, of course, impossible. But um, we have a lot of pretty stones you can look at. and, And I've probably cut probably... 10 to 15 percent of those because I, I can't cut every stone. There just isn't time. <laughs> <laughs> now, is there a number for people to call just in case they're interested in getting something cut? Uh, yes, our store in Fallbrook, the number is 728 That's 728 That's 760 area code? Yeah. Okay. And that, that's the best place to call. Okay. And are you in the Yale pages also? or? Um, I believe we are under Collector Finding. Okay. Okay. So people can look on the collector. All right. Well, Meg, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you. Okay. Thanks well, for we having me. Oh, no problem. Take care of yourself. All right. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay. Now, people, if you want to get something cut, go to Meg. I've seen some of the work that she's done. She's done some fantastic work. And it's nice to know that she's done work on some of the major gemstones. So when we come back, we're going to have uh, Jennifer Arak from uh, Tri-County Auction Company. Uh, she's going to talk about some of the, uh, the anti-growth shows that she's going to have coming up. So stay tuned. My name is Michael Rogers, and you're listening to Gem Secrets.
Honey, our 10th anniversary is coming up. You know what that means, don't you? What? You're going to trade me in for a new model? No, I'm afraid your warranty expired years ago. No, silly. You promised me a diamond ring for our anniversary. You know, I'm kind of afraid of us getting ripped off. Look what happened when Sandy and her husband bought a diamond. She wasn't satisfied with the diamond, and he wasn't happy about the price. And don't forget about Jim, who's still in the doghouse because he bought a fake diamond. Don't worry, honey. I found a great book called The Secrets to Buying Diamonds. It teaches you how to choose the right diamond that you can afford. The Secrets to Buying Diamonds will definitely help us avoid getting ripped off. Hmm. The Secrets to Buying Diamonds. Sounds great. It's filled with color photos and information about diamond inclusions, enhanced and treated diamonds, and the newest look-alike diamond, Moissanite. It also shows you how to choose a mounting for your diamond, as well as checklists to ensure that we buy a diamond that we'll be satisfied with. Thank goodness. The Secrets to Buying Diamonds will definitely give me some peace of mind. Make your next diamond purchase a pleasant one with The Secrets to Buying Diamonds. Reserve your copy today, online, or at your local Barnes & Noble bookstore. Good morning, I'm Monica Zek with your traffic and weather update. Traffic is brought to you by Carfax.com. Buying a used car? Get a Carfax Vehicle History Report. What you discover could save you thousands. Ask your dealer for a Carfax Vehicle History Report or go to carfax.com. Looks like in our commute we're easing up in some areas, but still heavy in others like South 5 from La Costa down through Via de la Valle and South 15 still slow just past Valley Parkway down to Via Rancho Parkway. It looks like your North 805 from left over flowing here around Balboa, Balboa into Sorrento Valley and traveling westbound on 8. We had some law enforcement activity. It looks like a high-speed chase of some sort coming past the area of East Main and at last check traffic was rather slow like Jennings towards 2nd Street. And then more slowing past Waring toward the 15. Looks like West 8 around Fairmont. They're checking out a possible vehicle fire here on the right shoulder. Also crash on the exit to Fairmont being cleaned away. And North 805 on the ramp to Market Street. Watch for a stalled vehicle. South 15 around Mission and Temecula had a couple of dogs and a couple of puppies running loose around travel lanes there. And at last check, watch for a crash clearing out on Poinsettia Lane near Interstate 5. That's a look at traffic on AM1000 KCEO. Now a look at your forecast, brought to you by California Mega Jackpots. Friday the 13th was a lucky one for one San Diego who won $891,000 on a Wheel of Fortune dollar slot. You could be next. Mega Jackpot paid in annual installments. In our forecast, morning clouds and fog burning away for mostly sunny skies and warm conditions, even hotter tomorrow. Coastal and inland highs should range in the upper 60s near 70 at the beaches, above the low 90s inland, still about 59 degrees for downtown San Diego. That's a look at traffic and weather on AM1000 KCEO. Are you looking for the perfect engagement ring or a loose certified diamond at below retail prices? At David & Sons Fine Jewelers, we have served over 10,000 satisfied clients worldwide since 1980. Our reputation and honesty with our customers is our first priority. Here at David & Sons, we specialize in custom engagement and wedding rings that will last a lifetime. Designer pieces can be duplicated for half the price, and with our in-house bench jeweler of 15 years, we maintain your jewelry for the life of the purchase at no additional cost to you. David & Sons are direct importers of loose diamonds from Israel, Belgium, and India. Our GIA and EGL certified and ideal cut diamonds are purchased with cash, not credit like our competitors. This allows us to offer the lowest prices to our customers. 
We offer lifetime diamond trade-in policies on our entire inventory for the full amount of the purchase price. And at David & Sons, we'll help you stay within your budget. Our customers are educated on the four C's, gold, platinum settings, and much more. So there is no doubt when you purchase jewelry from David & Sons, you'll have peace of mind. So come experience the difference at David & Sons Fine Jewelers, located at the UTC Mall in La Jolla or in the Plaza Bonita Mall in National City. David & Sons Fine Jewelers, a member of the Better Business Bureau. Welcome back to Gem Secrets. Here's your host, Michael Rogers. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Gem Secrets. I'm your host, Michael Rogers. Uh, if you want to call the show in the North County, you can use the number 760-720-KCEO. That's 720-5236. And anywhere else in the Southern California area, you can call 1-800-292-KCEO. Now in the studio, um, we have Jennifer O'Rock from Silver Consulting Company. Uh, Jennifer, how are you doing? Great, thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I, I butchered her name a couple minutes ago, so I want to make it sure it's O'Rock, not a rock. <laughs> now, Jennifer, uh, actually, you called me uh, probably about a week ago uh, concerning uh, an, an auction coming up. Uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, the auction, uh, the antique roadshow auction you're you're holding. Sure, uh, we're having an antique roadshow type format. Um, KPBS isn't going to be airing it. Uh, we are going to have a full camera crew there that is going to be airing it. Um, I believe we're going to go with KOCT at mm-hmm. this point. Um, anyways, uh, it's it's going to be proceeds are benefiting the Make a Wish Foundation, the Women's Resource Center, and the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce Partners and Education Fund. So we're very excited. Um, it's an incredible opportunity for us to give back to the community. Okay. Now, this auction is going to be held at Tri-County Auction Company? Yeah, that's correct. Um, that is in downtown Oceanside on the corner of Mission and Horn. It's it's a great big 15,000-square-foot uh, edifice. The glass front, you can't miss it. <laughs> um, and uh, we feel like that's a really great place to hold it, being right in the heart of Oceanside. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's going to be marvelous. Now, with Tri-County Auction Company, is that just an auction house, or can people go in to uh, buy certain items? Or Actually, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of background on the auction company. Um, it was started in 1972. It was a family business. Uh, it originated in Florida. They have done collectively 15,000 auctions, both in-house and out-house. Um, they have regular customers that show up. Uh, it's uh, it's a very coffee like coffee house like atmosphere in terms of it's a lot of fun. It's very comfortable, mm-hmm. and uh, the new location that is currently on the corner of Mission and Horn was opened in January, uh, and it's just it's been really great. We've been very embraced by the community. Great. Now, what type of merchandise uh, pretty much will be auctioned off at these uh, locations? Well, um, the the main thing that we do is unique estates, so people can consign things to us. Uh, we also uh, we have some very interesting pieces coming in. We have a, a creative period reproductions from Jakarta. We have a lifetime Coca-Cola collection coming in. Uh, we have um, antique cars. I mean, just you don't know what's going to show up, you know. I mean, uh, it's we have we have people who are active buyers, but then I would say 80% of our phone calls are people calling us and saying, oh, you know, I'd, I'd really like to consign this to the shop or something like that. So we, we've got everything. Um, the auction house is separated. They 
there's merchandise put aside that's just for auctions, mm-hmm. and there's also merchandise that you can walk in and, and purchase off the floor, and that's very clearly marked for that purpose. Okay. Now, with the actual au- auction, uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, the format of the, the antique roadshow you're having for uh, Tri-C- Tri-City Auction Company. Tri-County. Tri-County. Certainly, certainly. Um, well, the first thing that is is we're having a VIP opening and appraisal, and that it's going to be starting at 12. And for the VIP, what, what you're going to get is you're going to get to get there an hour and a half before everybody else. Mm-hmm. So with the $25 admission ticket that benefits the charity, you're going to get guaranteed appraisal. And there's going to be a flautist and, you know, a classical guitar and some wine and cheese. It's going to be very nice. And then at 1.30, we're going to have the general admission. And that's going to be basically first come, first serve. Um, the people are going to come with their uh, with their treasures and have them appraised. And then the thing that makes us different from the Antique Roadshow is at 3.45, we're going to actually have a live auction. And uh, people are going to be able to consign their treasures to the auction house at a special low rate. It's normally 40%, and for this event, it's going to be 20%. And uh, they, they don't have to donate that money to charity. <laughs> they can keep that. Now, Had to make the distinction. <laughs> now, with, with some of the uh, merchandise that you get from uh, people wanting you to auction off pieces, is there any uh, demographical uh, limits, or, or you pretty much go overseas, or uh, is it pretty much everyone can go through your company? Uh, elaborate a little bit. Well, for example, do you go to Asia or do you go to different countries to get uh, different types of jewelry? Oh, ab- absolutely. I mean, we have things coming in from um, Morocco and, like I said, Jakarta. And um, also what, what people bring in, I mean, we certainly have things coming in from other countries, but our most exciting items are literally when someone walks in with something, you know, totally unexpected, mm-hmm. totally unexpected. So, so we, we do a lot of, um, of hunting down various, you know, treasures, but I, I, think, I think it's what people bring in that, that makes us so unique. Folks, if you want to call Jennifer and ask her a couple questions about the uh, the show that they're having, you can call 760-720-KCEO if you're calling from the North County. And anywhere else in Southern California, you can call 1-800-292-KCEO. Now, on a personal though, how, how long have you been doing this? Uh, consulting with Silver Coast Consulting? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I have been involved with them since uh, November. It's my husband and I's company. And um, what happened is we just had a lot of people come up to us and just ask us for assistance. And it just kind of evolved into uh, into our own business. And um, it's it's been amazing with, with the different things we're able to do. We have a political connection. We, we worked on uh, Bush Cheney's campaign. And uh, we've also done a lot of business consulting, so this seemed like the perfect marriage for uh, Wayne Irving's company with, um, you know, getting us to help out and put on events since, since I have experience at the political fundraisers. Oh, that's great. So this way you can get people involved uh, right away with no problems in terms of radio or whatever contacts you've made before. That's right. Okay. That's right. Now, a uh, little bit about your company. Give it, If you have a, a number that you can give out for people who's interested in going to you for any maybe estates or anything they'd like to auction. Certainly. They can reach us at 760-439-3532. And if they have any questions in regards to the Antique Roadshow, they can give me a call at 760-559-3386. Okay. We have a caller, uh, Chris from Oceanside. Chris, welcome to the program. Yeah, hi. Um, When is this roadshow that you guys are talking about, this antique uh, auction? It's May 20th. 
um, which is a Sunday. It's coming up. Okay. And where's it going to be held at? At the auction house, at Tri-County Auction House, and that is, the address of that is 201 North Horn. It's located on the corner of Mission and Horn, just west of the 5 Freeway. And, and how do you get, you were saying something about tickets, how do you get tickets for that? You can give a call to this number, 559-3386. Great, thank you. You're welcome. Now, is there any information on the uh, website-wise? Okay. Now, also, with the Antique Roadshow, is this going to be uh, just a one-time event, or is it going to be on a uh, regular basis? Actually, I misspoke. There is information on the website. You can go to the Make-A-Wish uh, website, and they, are, they have a lot of information in regards to the Roadshow. Uh, the Chamber of Commerce and Oceanside has that. It's www.oceansidechamberofcommerce.com. And uh, you can get information that way. Okay. And also you can go to my website, gemsecrets.com, and you can find out the uh, more information about the time, the address, and also the uh, number to call uh, with uh, any questions you might have. Now, actually, with the people coming to the roadshow, are people welcome uh, uh, from off the street? Uh, and how, how many people do you expect to, in terms of turnout? Well, actually, I know exactly how many people we expect. Um, the mailing list that we sent out announcing our, our intentions was 8,000. Unfortunately, I'm only limited to 1,000 ticket sales. No one will be getting in the door unless they have a ticket. Okay. I was at the mayor's address of Oceanside, <laughs> and I, uh, I don't want to repeat that. <laughs> so uh, it's first come, it's, it's going to be ticket only to get in. However, um, if I have any tickets left, and I'm, I'm anticipating a sellout, there will be $50 at the door. Okay. Now, what type of merchandise are you expecting in terms of, uh, I, I know that appraisers are going to be there. Uh, what different type of appraisers are going to be there to uh, to help people out in terms of getting a value on their merchandise? Well, we're going to have our very own Michael Rogers, yes, and, yes. and you are going to help us, and we're very much looking forward to that. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback. A lot of people are coming just to see you, as a matter of fact, so that's going to be great. I also have someone by the name of Stephen Rosenfeld with GCA. He's a decorative uh, arts and antique specialist of appraising, and Daryl Seeker, who does glass, pottery, china, etc. Wow, that sounds like it's going to be a very good mm-hmm. show. So we'll have everything covered. Now, with the actual auction, um, how will the auction actually work in terms of people trying to bid on items and so forth? Um, that, that's very uh, fun to see, actually. Every Thursday at 6.30, uh, we actually have a live auction at the Tri-County Auction House. And, um, you know, it, it's very based on the mood of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've seen things that I can't imagine they go for anything, go for a lot of money. I mean, there was a, a stuffed dog. Not not a stuffed animal, mind mm-hmm. you, an actual taxidermist stuffed dog <laughs> <laughs> that people were fighting over in the bidding. So, um, you know, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. This particular show is going to be a little different in that everybody there... Uh, oh, and the other thing I forgot to mention is we're also having a $1,000 cash drawing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's that's going to be something kind of fun. But the the auction is going to be a lot different on the night of uh, May 20th versus the other Thursdays by sh- the sheer magnitude of people and all the different people, what they have actually brought uh, to the auction. So I don't even know if we'll get around to auctioning off our stuff. I think maybe <laughs> we'll just focus on what everyone's brought in. It's just, it's going to be great. It's, I mean, I, I think the, the element of surprise and mystique is, uh, is definitely a plus. 
Now, what's the, the wildest uh, thing that you've seen auctioned off with your company? Um, actually, I, I don't know that it would be uh, the wildest thing, but, but the greatest story I have is we just did a liquidation at Pointe Hills Mall, $8 million in clothing. It wasn't all that much clothing. For $8 million, you expect a lot more. It was um, mainly uh, the name brands Versace, Hugo Boss, Helmut Lang, and I saw two women literally get into a fight over a full-length fur jacket. <laughs> really? Yeah, they literally got in a fight, and they I guess they were friends when they originally walked in, and they they kept bidding against each other, and it was very entertaining for the rest of the bidders. Oh, my goodness. I, I can see my wife now. My wife loves antiques, and we go to different auctions in the area, and we watch also people just lose their mind they when, they, when they really want one particular item. It doesn't matter who else yep, wants it. They don't care, and they look at you and stare you down and say, you know, don't mess with me. I want this. I want this for Johnny, or I want this for my husband, or That's for my That's part of the fun. That's part of the fun. I mean, you just you really get to see a lot of human nature. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, also with the actual um, antique show, um, how how uh, how many people would be able to uh, to fit in the actual places? Well, we've actually uh, done a little bit of math on that, and that's why we have limited our ticket sales to a thousand. Mm -hmm. um, the VIP is actually limited even more. We're only selling three hundred VIP tickets, and the general admission for five dollars is the balance, which is seven hundred. Um, we're going to have. In the parking lot of downstairs, we're going to have various um, vendors with booths. We've already been talking to people uh, who very much want to put a booth there. So we're going to have the parking lot open. We're going to have the down downstairs open to accommodate. And we're going to have the upstairs. So um, it's going to be about 30,000 square feet of uh of uh, entertainment that and we're going to have mariachi bands i oh, mean great. bales of hay i mean there's going to be something for everybody now is there any limit to what someone should bring in in terms of size or you know I, i've struggled with that i um i really want to be able to say you know hey just just you know use your best judgment but that's not always something that you can expect people to follow so i think that i'm going to limit it to what they can carry <coughs> Okay. I think what they can carry. Uh, for uh, people with questions uh, for Jennifer, you can call 760-720-KCEO from the North County and anywhere else in Southern California, 1-800-292-KCEO. So basically, it's going to be about three or four appraisers there, mm -hmm. one specializing in jewelry, which would be me, Right. Uh, one specializing in pottery. Glass and pottery glass in and China, pottery. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then another appraiser who's going to be doing decorative arts antiques. There's two other appraisers that uh, we're trying to put together deals with that would be specializing in dolls and collectibles. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so I mean, it's by no means uh, set in stone at this point. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still looking to add some, some talent. To okay. That. And what's, uh, where can someone uh, contact you just in case uh, appraisers are listening that they can uh, help out? Five five nine three three eight six, and that's seven six zero. Okay. Now, also, can people bring, uh, well, in terms of limited size, uh, furniture also? If they can carry it, Michael, they can bring <laughs> it. <laughs> what they could do, what I would recommend, is maybe bringing a, a full uh, a snapshot of the piece and then working something out. Oh, that's right. Also, they can bring photos. Now, with uh, certain appraisers in terms of paintings, would they uh, need 
to see the actual piece or would it be easier for them to look at the picture just in case it's too big for them to bring down? Or? Right. Um, I, I think that in terms of getting a, uh, a, a, a most accurate appraiser, they absolutely need to see the piece. But in terms of just a general ballpark mm-hmm. figure, I don't understand, you know, I don't see why a picture mm-hmm. couldn't suffice. Okay. And most of the appraisals will be pretty much a ballpark uh, figure in terms of a verbal. Absolutely. Um, th- we have forms available that is just basically saying, to the best of my knowledge, this is what is the price. Okay. We'll be right back. Uh, this is Michael Rogers. We're talking with Jennifer uh, from Tri-County Auction. Give us a call at 760-720-KCEO. We'll be right back. Are you planning on buying or selling a home? Then come see the Coldwell Banker team of Francis and Ken Owen. They specialize in serving the needs of first-time buyers and sellers, senior citizens, or families in the market for a house in the North County communities of San Diego. With the Owen team, you receive realtors who are With the Owen team, you receive realtors who are a valuable information resource for new home buyers. They're well aware of the schools, neighborhoods, services, and benefits available in North County. You also receive two top real estate professionals for the price of one. The Owen team has received numerous awards in recognition of their exemplary performance on behalf of their clients. They've been the recipients of the prestigious President's Circle Award, recognizing the top 1% of agents nationwide. You can consider the Owen team as your personal lifetime realtors. Francis and Ken Owen believe that the purchase or sale of a home should be a positive experience, so they make sure the process of buying or selling your home is a smooth, quick, and enjoyable one. Contact Francis and Ken Owen at the Coldwell Banker Office in Vista. Call now, 760-643-5036. 760-643-5036. Good morning, I'm Monica Zek with your traffic and weather update. Traffic is brought to you by McDonald's. Well, now you can get two sausage McMuffin with egg sandwiches for only two twenty-two every morning. At McDonald's, we love to see a smile. Love to see you buckle up and be safe on that commute. We've had some problem spots like Greenfield Drive getting onto West 8. That ramp is temporarily blocked due to law enforcement activity. On the West 8 at the map stop, they're checking on a possible vehicle fire. Said to be a big rake here along the right shoulder and on the exit to Fairmont, clearing up an earlier crash. Your leftover slowing on South 15 has been around Highway 78 via Rancho Parkway, but watch for a crash reported now. South 163 runs. Craney Villa Road makes that a box that fell off into the roadway could cause a crash. Should mention the crash is South 15 at Carroll Canyon, but as you transition into Kearney Mesa, that's where you'll find that box in the roadway. South 163 on Kearney Villa Road. Also, Sorrento Valley Road to South 805. Watch for a crash here in the clearing stages. And at the last check, we still have some leftover slowing. South 163 up past Washington and North 805 around Claremont Mesa into Sorrento Valley. That's a look at traffic on AM 1000 KCEO. Now look at your forecast brought to you by Springboard. It's a non-profit consumer credit management service with 26 years of credit counseling experience. They'll help you set up one monthly payment that you can live with. Contact Springboard at 800-WISE-PLAN or credit.org. In your forecast, the clouds and fog quickly burning away from mostly sunny skies today. It's going to be a very warm day today, but a lot hotter tomorrow. Our coastal and inland highs range in the upper 60s near 70 at the beaches to the mid-80s, low 90s inland. Right now, we're at 60 degrees downtown. That's a look at traffic and weather on AM 1000 KCEO.
Welcome back to Gem Secrets. Here's your host, Michael Rogers. Welcome back to Gem Secrets. We've been talking with Jennifer O'Rock with Silver Consulting Company, um, talking about the anti-grill show that uh, Tri-County Auction Company is having in Oceanside. Uh, Jennifer, one last time, give a little more information so people know exactly where to go, the date, and so on. Certainly. Um, I also want to mention that the proceeds are benefiting charity, which is the Make-A-Wish Foundation, the Women's Resource Center, and Orange County, I'm sorry, Oceanside Chamber of Commerce Partners in Education. Um, um, the event is May 20th. The VIP opening and appraisal starts at 12 o'clock. General admission opening appraisal is at 1.30. The last appraisal is at 3.30, and the auction will start at 3.45 sharp. Uh, Tri-County Furniture and Auction is where we are holding it. or on the corner of Mission and Horn in downtown Oceanside. And um, it's it's basically, uh, I, want, I want the community to really uh, back us on this and just hunt around in the attics and garages and sheds for any interesting items that you would like to have appraised and possibly auctioned off to the highest bidder. Uh, tickets are priced as followed. VIP, which is guaranteed appraisal, is $25. General admission, first come, first serve appraised. You'll definitely get in, um, but you need to be first in line, uh, is $5. And a special low consignment rate of 20% will apply for this event only. If you have any questions, you can get a hold of me at 559 3386 the auction house you can get a hold of at 439-3532 okay very good and also people if you have a <coughs> if you have access to online you can go to my website gemsecrets.com and look under uh, the guest portion of the radio show and you can find more information about the show itself and the actual uh, the antique show Jennifer thank you very much for being on and hopefully we can get a good turnout for your for your show coming up Thank you. Thank you very much for having me, Michael. It's no been great. problem at all. Now, folks, uh, please make sure you come down if you have any information, have uh, any uh, different items you'd like to bring down. I know a lot of people have a lot of stuff in the garages and uh, uh, other information in their house somewhere. I know uh, I sure do. <laughs> My wife, for example, she loves to go antiquing. So this is for women that love to go antiquing. Uh, this will be a great time to bring in some of the finds that you've got from antique stores or actually the, the, uh, the, the, the nickel and dime stores that you might have. Uh, you can bring those items in. And also, if anyone wants to bring some jewelry, I will also be there. I'll be doing appraisals also. So if you have any gemstones, uh, jewelry, antique jewelry that you might, might want to bring down, you're uh, more, than, more than free to uh, bring those items down, and we'll take a look at them and see if we can get them appraised for you. Now, coming up on the show in the next couple of weeks, I want to go through some of the guests we're having on the show. Uh, next week, we're having the Home Shopping Network coming on the show. Uh, they're going to talk about uh, uh, some of the products and product lines that they have and the Home Shopping Network in general in terms of a little bit of history. Uh, the week after would be uh, Leslie Hyman from HGTV. Uh, she's going to be coming on the show uh, talking about auctions also. Uh, but we're going to go a little bit more in-depth with uh, information about auctions. So you, listening to the show, you can learn a lot about how an auctions form, um, how to bid on an auction, uh, which is one of the more scary parts. So I'll give you a quick uh, example. My, my wife and I went to our first auction uh, in Oceanside. And it was uh, uh, for Somerset Auctions. And uh, she accidentally, uh, she didn't understand how to bid correctly. And she was messing around trying to, uh, she thought it was going to be fun just to raise her hand and bid. And she ended up buying something accidentally. 
and uh because it was broken she pretty much got out of it but she was lucky so just make sure when you uh, when you make some bids on the auction make sure you, you you know the rules so when you listen to the show leslie's going to go into that and she's also also going to go into her own book that she has out she has a couple of books out so we'll be covering that information uh we have mickey moto pearls coming on the show we're going to discuss different information about pearls and so on uh, so if anyone needs any appraisals, uh, jewelry appraisals done, you can contact my office at 760-716-4342. And again, you can go to my website, gemsecrets.com. Uh, you can, there's a great, uh, great information about buying diamonds, uh, gemstones, uh, information about guests that will be appearing on the show. And, and also, uh, you can check out my hidden camera uh, video special I did with a local uh, TV station uh, called Avoiding the Diamond Dupe. We went to different jewelry stores uh, with a hidden camera uh, to see what they would uh, tell us in terms of trying to buy a stone. And you really should take a look at that video because it really opens your eyes out on what you have to deal with in terms of customers um, trying to buy a stone. A lot of people, they found we found a lot of jewelers with misinformation uh, about um, the own the the products that they were selling themselves a lot of people didn't even know the parts of the diamond uh, which is kind of scary if you go to a jewelry store you'd like to be able to uh, ask the salesperson about a diamond and get the proper information uh, so you want to check that video out also so and also you can look at different there's a tutor on my website at gemsecrets.com that can teach you more about synthetic gemstones such as moissanite uh, you can learn more about uh, cubic zirconia, about different gemstones in terms of tourmaline, and actually the mole hardness scale. We were talking with uh, Meg Barry uh, earlier in the show, um, talking about the mole scale. So this scale will help you um, learn what type of stone you should buy, what's soft, what's hard. That's this way you don't chip your, your merchandise. So my name is Michael Rogers. This is Gem Secrets. We're on every Monday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Please tune in uh, where next week our guest will be the Home Shopping Network. Everyone take care. We'll see you next week. Coming at you.